Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to Money and Mental Peace. Do student loans have you down? I understand. You don't want to be drowning in it. You're overwhelmed with it. Whether you already have student loans or you don't want them at all, today I have four ways to help you quit drowning in loans and get through college without any more if you already started, you know, having some. Uh, and yes, we're going to talk about scholarships that can help you, but also, if you're like, I hate the scholarship talk, I mean, scholarships are great, but some people are like, you know, you that's, that seems like what you always hear. I have some other fun things we're going to talk about too, like getting paid to take notes or paid to do your homework, <laughs> other ways to lower your expenses, ways just in general to pay for college. So don't worry, we have a variety going on here. Um, but also if you might be interested in just kind of being a part of our movement, so to speak, of wanting to eschew loans, did I use that word in the right context? Eschew, eschew, anyways, and, um, try to graduate from college debt free, you know, by Jove, we're going to do it. I'd love to invite you to join our Facebook group where I post fun memes and, you know, prayer request days and support and some episodes that you can listen to and just advice. It's just our Facebook group. It's called Christian College Girl Community on Facebook. If you guys are like, okay, we're Gen Z and Facebook is so old school. I get it. But here's the thing, like TikTok, Instagram, and whatever else nowadays, they don't have like a group aspect where you can um, post things for yourself that you want to post and questions in the group and comment and post questions for me to answer or for me to make episodes on or different things. So I'd love for you to come join Christian College Girl Community on Facebook. And now let's get into the episode. Do you want guidance on where to go and what to study? Wonder if you should change majors? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for scholarships and ways to pay for college without parental help? Do you wake up worried about everything and just want to make sure you're following God's path for your life? Hey, I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college besides loans and wished for clear direction on how to make college and career decisions. Not only was I worried about drowning in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through debt-free. And in this podcast for Christian college girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Okay, we're back with everyone's favorite thing to do talk about student loan horror stories ouch okay (laughs) no i just saw a couple things that i wanted to mention that just expounds the how scary it can be to have loans just piling up um this is different tweets that people had put out um Let's see, at Saturn9BA said, started out owing $120,000 in student loans, 
after seven years, never missed a payment and got it all the way down to $137,000. So get it, it, it didn't go down, it went up. 120, 120,000 to 137,000. Because if you're only doing the minimum payment, the interest is gonna grow faster, like the negative interest is gonna grow faster than the payments. So it's almost like the essence of you never be able to pay it down if you're only doing the minimum. Now there are ways definitely to really kickstart and you know pay off debt and go, you know, go all ham on just paying off debt and student loans and living on rice and beans and all the things. Like, there are people who have done it, and I commend them and all the things. Um, but it's still freaky. I mean, hopefully, would rather spend, just listen to this idea. Take a little longer to go through college. Finish debt-free. If you don't have money for a semester or so, take a little bit off to work or find scholarships. Finish a little bit later or maybe on time, but you're debt-free. You can start earning, start keeping the money you make, and then you can start investing for retirement and letting income, or I'm sorry, letting the interest grow positively, where if you only put like $100 in, in 10 years, it could be thousands of dollars. Let it grow positively instead of being debt and loans and growing negatively, like your debt is growing bigger and you can never barely pay it off. Does that make sense? Again, if this is slightly confusing, come ask me questions in the Facebook group. Um, another person said, Oh, graduated grad school with nearly 100000 in debt. I have paid over $100,000 since then in interest because interest grows. And now I still owe $100,000. That's so disturbingly crazy. <sighs> Okay, uh, one more. Uh, this is at Breezy Salazar said, I had a similar experience. I've been paying on a $40,000 student loan since September 2014. That is more realistic of what a lot of people have nowadays. They don't always have 100000 plus, but still. I have not missed a single payment. I am in the PAY program, which is spelled P-A-Y-E. I now owe... $41,000. So like more than she originally owed. How is that even possible? My husband's been paying off $12,000 since 1999. He owes $10,000 now 20 years later. Oh my goodness. I mean, what it really is, is paying on the minimum payments and interest is growing faster. Um, so there, don't freak out if you already have some loans. Go check out Dave Ramsey. I mean, there are people out there who just go crazy and um, have paid off hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt in a few years or several years. Sometimes it's up to five, seven, ten years, but still getting it paid off. But a lot of people can get consumer debt out of the way in a year or two. Like if you already have had it, don't worry. There, there are ways to do it. But I just don't want you to um, decide to go into more debt. You know what I mean? I just want you to be inspired not to. So we're going to talk today about four steps, four ways to quit student loans to get through college. And I'm actually going to refer to some of my other episodes that I will link in the show notes description below for you to go look up. So number one is first, God. God knows the end from the beginning. He knows what's happening in your life now and tomorrow and next week and how so many days or months ago can affect so many days or months in the future. He has the 
overall perspective. He can see down the road which way something will twist or turn. Seek first him and asking him just for your guidance, for guidance in your life and steps. And I'm going to refer you to an episode that I did. Let's see. Um, it's I, I also have it in the description below. It's called, it was episode 119. It was a devotional I did. It's called God is in the details of your college life. He's so in the details of the big and small. And so just seeking him first and asking for his help and direction and truly uh, asking him, praying, spending time in the Bible, journaling over it, asking him to lead your financial life because it's really you stewarding the resources on his earth. That's the first step. Then we're going to, I'm going to suggest that you take stock, take stock of your funds, take stock of your budget. Do you know where your money's going? Is it coming in and out? Well, are you concerned at the end of the month if you won't have enough? Do you wonder where it's going? There's a fun saying from Dave Ramsey, and I love to use it all the time. Tell your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Tell your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Have your Make your money work for you instead of you being a slave to it or being confused by it. This might freak you out. It's just a tad. I know people don't always like this term, but it's a budget. It's completely, utterly keeping a budget. But not freaking out. It's, I call a budget a calendar for your money. If you were like, like you're going to plan to do laundry today, but like your best friend from high school is in town and you haven't seen her in a couple years and you're like, this is the only time I'm going to see her. I'm going to put laundry off. It'll keep waiting for me then. <laughs> you can rearrange your calendar as long as you know you still have that other thing to do at some point. That's just like in the middle of a month, you can rearrange your budget. Even if like, just as long as you know you're taking away from some area to put more to the other area. It's fine. You're making it work for you. It's just knowing where it's going instead of wondering where it's went, where it went. So that's both knowing that and then also, um, you know, what your income is coming in and your expenses going out. And if you'd like to hear more about that, I actually did one of my favorite episodes that I've done in this podcast. It's episode 146 and it's called This New Year's Resolution Has Me on Track to Become a Millionaire. Woohoo! Um, tiny bit clickbaity, but no, I will give you all the because I'm not being a millionaire like now or in a couple years, but I will give you all the sim simplified math laid out of how budgeting and then saving and then investing and knowing where it's all going has set me up to be um, growing my money in compound interest to be a millionaire in my like 50s, 60s, 70s. I've done the math ahead of time. Depends on how the markets go. Could be sooner, could be later, but legit that can lead you there. I really would love you to go listen to this episode. Again, it's called This New Year's Resolution Has Me Untracked to Become a Millionaire and it only takes 20 minutes a week. So you should go check it out. Cool. All right, number three. Number three is probably, you're probably like the first two that I mentioned. You were probably like, no, I want practical steps. I don't want those other things. But it's really partnering with God and knowing where your money is going. And that doesn't have to take hours and hours. It's just to start before we even do this. But there are two ways to, like, two sides of the coin for paying for college debt-free. So if you're new here, I graduated from college debt-free without my parents paying for it. And also, 
without working full time all throughout college. I also had money left over in my bank account after college and not just some money, $10,000. I am not trying to go around the entire world like bragging on that, saying that just to sound awesome, but just to say that it's possible and that's why I have a podcast showing you how to do it. So, okay, so one side of the coin is raising your income and the other side of the coin is lowering expenses so that you can have a bigger shovel and pay that off, either loans you already have or just pay off college faster and faster and faster. First is raising your income. Of course, you can get a job. Other, look for other jobs that pay better, um, but also be creative. I'd love for you to go listen to this episode, which is in the show notes as well. It's like way back in the day. It's episode seven, and it's called Get Paid to Take Notes, Do Homework, and Work Out. Effective multitasking for a debt-free degree. In college, I got paid to sit in class and take notes. I got paid to sit at a desk and occasionally answer phones and then just paid to sit there and do my homework. I got paid to work out when I worked at the gym and it wasn't busy at all. I got paid to do, like, my life is what I would try to make time to do. And there are other ways you can just get paid for something like, um, this was not during college, but actually after college, I have done night duty for like caregiving for an elderly person who um just if she needed me during the night she would call me but I basically just get like paid to sleep overnight and she I do all that I could do to get her all set up so that she didn't need to call me in the night so I just kind of like got paid not a lot you know minimum wage barely But still, might as well get paid to sleep. Just thinking of ways to do life unconventionally. So that's raising your income alongside just, you know, maybe getting a different job that pays more. As well as lowering expenses. I'd really love for y'all to listen to this episode. Again, they will be, it will be in the show notes. Um, But it's called Five Tips to Find an Extra $2,200 in Your College Budget. Um, Yes, please. Thank you. (laughs) There are ways that when you have a budget, you see where the money is going. You can see what you might be wasting on stuff you don't like, like you have HBO Max and you never watch it, or you spend all this money on coffee and then you find out that your work or the student center has free coffee on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't know. I'm making this up, but I'm just saying there are so many ways to lower expenses that can significantly have more money in your budget just to save to pay for college and other things. So I'd love for you to listen to that. So again, I'm going to remind you of these episodes. They're in the description. Um, But with step one of partnering with God, there's an episode on God is in the details of your college life. Step two is budgeting, which can be really fast, telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. And it's the episode called This New Year's Resolution has me on track to become a millionaire and it only takes 20 minutes a week. Dead serious. Well, after you get started, maybe it's a little bit more and then it takes 20 minutes a week. Okay, step three is raising your income, which do it unconventionally. The episode I'm referring to is get paid to take notes, do homework and work out. Effective multitasking for a debt-free degree. I'm just trying to fluctuate my voice here like a teacher. Okay, anyways, (laughs) step four is 
lowering expenses. For example, the episode five tips to find an extra $2,200 in your college budget. If y'all are interested in this, come on over to the Facebook page, Christian College Grow Community, and let me know which one of those you are going to listen to next or which one is your favorite and ask me any questions about your particular situation. I'd love to help you out and help you find ways to graduate from college debt-free. It's just so crazy important how we would be able to leave a legacy for our family, um, use money to further the lifestyle we enjoy and also give generously and make people cry because we paid off their car payment for them or gave a huge tip to the exhausted pregnant waitress at the restaurant you just went to like and then also to just steward money for god's kingdom just amazingly to be able to build wealth positively with positive interest instead of negative uh student loan interest that you're paying on 5 10 20 years and it's like still about the same amount of money later if you're just paying the minimum anyways i could eloquent on this for a long time. I don't know if I used that word right, but it's okay. <laughs> Come on over to our Facebook group, Christian College Girl Community. Let me know if you have questions about this, which one is your favorite episode um, that you're going to listen to next, or which one you're going to listen to next, and we'll stay connected. Until next time, guys, I hope you can partner with God to find enough money and mental peace for college. Love you. Bye. Hey girl. Okay. So before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.